You're listening to the Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. It's a podcast where we wear nose and glasses and it's made by Athena and her dad, the comedians. It's the Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. All right, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, kids of all ages, welcome to the Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. All right. Yeah. My name is Athena, and with me, as always, is Daddy. Hello, I'm the dad, the father figure, Ivan. I'm the host of the Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show, and Daddy is my sidekick. He's also the band. Yesterday's weather forecast, the most accurate forecast ever. Guy. How's During, that? Good. Okay. It's good, yeah. yeah. And during the show, we play a bunch of musical instruments. Ruh-roh. Some of them Daddy made himself. And a bunch of other stuff. Other stuff! We have a great show for you. We have a great show for you today. But first. Yeah, first. Hey, Daddy. Yeah, what is it, Athena? What are we doing now? What are we doing now? What are we doing indeed? Oh, my dog has no nose. Oh, how does he smell? Terrible. My dog smells terrible. Yay. All right. Oh, let me yeah. get All right. Actually, what are we doing? What are we doing indeed? Yes. Today, we are continuing with part two of the Rocky Burns Strange Weather Special. Ooh. Ooh, all of our irregular listeners know that this is a special presentation. A break in the usual format, so to speak. Ah. Yeah. Last time on episode 59, we started the story. And next time, we'll finish the story with the dramatic conclusion. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. So I suppose you could say this is act two. So, if you're not an irregular listener, and this is your first time listening to the Whoopi Chicken Podcast show, you might want to go back and start with episode 58. That one's called Little Chocolate Donuts. That's where we premiered our hit song, Little Chocolate Donuts. And you can get a flavor for the usual format of the show. (laughs) But if you are an irregular listener and you missed the first installment of the Rocky Burns Strange Weather Special... You'll need to go back and listen to episode 59 because that's the beginning of the story where we introduce the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And just so you know, we're not going to interrupt the story, so we won't even mention our sponsor, Nearly New Designer Clothes, at shopnndc.com where you can get designer clothes, shoes, and handbags for parents. Seriously high-end brands at silly low prices. We're not even going to mention that. Yeah. Nor shall we mention whoopeechicken.com where you can get a whoopee chicken shower curtain. Not even going to say anything about no, it. No, we're not. No, we're not. So without further confusion, part two of the Rocky Burns... Whoops. Ow. Without further confusion, part two of the Rocky Burns Strange Weather Special, written by Athena, read by the author, and presented by Whoopi Chicken. Chapter three, The Dog's Story. 
The hailstone was about the size of a baseball. It rolled to a stop at the dog's feet. The goth girl prodded it tentatively with her toe. The cowboy said, What in tarnation? I'll check the radio, the waitress suggested. Oh, goody, the realtor groaned. The waitress grabbed the hand-crank radio and began to turn the handle with vigor. The suave voice of Rocky Burns crackled to life. This is the Rocky Burns Horror Hour, and I'm Rocky Burns. With another emergency weather warning, here in Black Pine we are experiencing freak gusts of wind that are causing the hailstones that have already landed to fly back up into the air. If you are in Black Pine or Dead Crow, batten down your hatches and get ready to rock. Back to our... The rest of Rocky's monologue was lost in static. Freak gusts of wind? The detective asked. The dog whined. <laughs> well, it looks like no one is going anywhere now, the realtor grumbled. I like Rocky Barnes, the waitress whispered dreamily. No one cares, the realtor snapped. The detective glanced at the alarming hold that the hailstone had left in the side window of the diner. He was about to suggest that everyone watch out for glass when the radio crackled to life again. We have an update from local Crazy Joe Montague. Crazy Joe says that the world is coming to an end. Rocky cleared his throat, <coughs> and there was a shuffling of papers. I say that Black Pine is fully available to the citizens of Dead Crow. Should they need anything, these citizens are to gather at Dead Crow's diner. Mayor Edwin Poe has released a statement that our hotel is fully available. Mayor Poe will be driving a bus to Dead Crow Diner within the hour. Unfortunately, at that moment, the radio crackled back out. A shuttle? In this weather? Who would even... The realtor trailed off as a battered pickup truck pulled into the parking lot. Several more cars joined them. One man in overalls wore a sign around his neck that said, Black Pine or Butts. The detective assumed it was supposed to say, Black Pine or Bust. Others held signs that read, Long live Crazy Joe, I'm smart, you're dumb, la 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 la, something that rhymes with dumb, and sell me your fridge. In addition, someone had written, Sign my chest, Rocky Burns, on their shirt in permanent marker. Fifteen minutes later, a faded school bus pulled up, and everyone abandoned their cars and their signs and climbed in. As the bus pulled away in the rain, the detective now noticed that someone had taped the Black Pine or Butts? sign on the back window. The bus disappeared into the rain. The detective sighed. <sighs> he should have rushed out of the diner and climbed onto the bus. He liked Black Pine. They had a decent diner, an official news station, and a mare that fed on human greed. All in all, not a bad place for a vacation. The waitress picked her way through the glass scattered around the window. So, uh, 
Who wants to help me with this window? The cowboy, the goth girl, and the detective volunteered themselves. The realtor went back to reading her book. The dog's excuse was his lack of prehensile limbs. The detective scooped up the glass while the goth girl and the cowboy made a patch out of playing cards and tape. The waitress attached it to the window. There was a long period of awkward silence. The realtor continued to read her book. The cowboy shuffled around the remainder of his playing cards. Finally, the detective broke the silence and cleared his throat. Weren't we telling stories? Who's next? The waitress turned away from the window. I'll go last. I'll go now. The dog barked. The realtor sighed in exasperation. Ugh. Will this be fiction? No. The dog said with a doggy grin. This will be my life story. I like it already. The detective smiled. Let's hear it. The dog somehow managed to clear his throat. <clears throat> I grew up on a farm. My priorities were napping and eating. The realtor snorted. Typical. Hmm. Anyway. The dog growled. <clears throat> I was friends with a cat that lived in the barn. The cat was named Henri. And Henri and I had Marvelous adventures. The waitress wiped a tear from her eye. I love this story. <laughs> the dog continued. Henri and I were minding our own business when all of a sudden the farmer that owned the farm found an advertisement in the newspaper. A couple of scientists were working on a special pill that would make dogs like me talk. Henri always wanted to talk, so we both made the decision to inquire if the pill could be used on cats. Ooh, said the goth girl. Intrigue. Yes. The dog supplemented. When we reached the laboratory, Henri and I learned that the pill could be used not just on dogs, but on any kind of animal. The detective muttered to himself. I think I know where this is going. In fact, the dog continued, this pill was so potent that it could even stop humans from talking. The strangest part was that the scientists hadn't developed any kind of cure for the pill. They were still giving it out, though. So Henri and I each took one. So then, the realtor asked without looking up from her book, what's the computer pack for? Yes, the detective agreed. The dog stretched out on the fake tile and said, Well, you see, after Henri and I took the pill, Henri got all sorts of ideas. He wanted to use his new powers of speech to run for president or governor or mayor. I just wanted to use them to talk. Henri got his paws on some of the scientists' equipment and encouraged me to help with the theft. I, of course, wanted no part in stealing. 
Henri wouldn't hear of it. He dumped some of the equipment on me. I got it all off, except for this pack. Oh, said the goth girl. How dark and tragic. Mm-hmm. The dog replied. There were some strange machines in that pile that Henri took off with. There was a, a weather changer and a, a giant fan and all kinds of things. And when did this happen? The detective asked, producing a notepad. Uh, three hours ago. The detective frowned. Have you seen Henry since then? No, said the dog. I think he went off in the direction of Black Pine. The cowboy furrowed his brow. Black Pines were all that, all that, that wacky weather was coming from. Henry had a weather changer, the waitress gasped. The realtor looked up from her book for the first time in hours. So you mean that there's a cat behind me missing my very important flight? It looks like it, the detective muttered. That, that is unacceptable, the realtor roared, slamming her book shut. Now, Miss Lady, the cowboy interrupted, don't get yourself in a tizzy over nothing. Nothing, the realtor repeated. I am a highly respected realtor. The waitress frowned. So? The realtor turned an unhealthy shade of purple. So? So? So buttons on ice cream and see if they stick. What? The dog asked. Uh, it's an expression. The detective whispered. The realtor continued to rage. My clients are demanding so much from me these days. All they want are nice houses. Do I give them nice houses? Yes, of course I do. Is it easy? No, it isn't. And for your information, I must be there for my clients, or I will lose not only my respect, but also my job. The waitress frowned. In any case, <laughs> we should go stop Henry. The detective interrupted. Why? At that moment, there was noise like nails on a chalkboard, and the entire side window shattered. That's why, said the cowboy, watching his playing card and tape patch flutter to the ground. I'll go get my car, the waitress yelped. But, the realtor stammered, freak, freak us of wind, stay off the road. The dog ignored her and barked. A road trip! The goth girl whooped. Woo! It was dawn, the detective's favorite time of day. And to make it even better, they were going to visit Black Pine, his favorite town. Chapter 4. Flat The detective's enthusiasm about visiting Black Pine was severely diminished when he saw the waitress's car. It was a battered greenish-yellow minivan. The inside was clean, and the waitress had decorated the interior with several stickers that said Alice. There was also a pink fuzzy steering wheel cover that had swallowed the entire steering wheel and most of the dashboard. Well, this is... nice, the realtor muttered, as though she didn't quite believe that someone actually drove the minivan. The detective was having a hard time believing it himself. Once everyone was settled in, they started off. Settling in took a very long time. Everyone was very particular about the seat they sat in. 
The waitress had to drive. The detective called shotgun. The realtor, the goth girl, and the dog all wanted window seats. The goth girl settled for a middle seat. The left window seat went to the dog. The right one went to the realtor. The cowboy had to sit in the backwards-facing seat near the trunk. Then, the dog had to turn around three times and wrestle his way into a seat belt, and everyone had to argue over what radio station to put on. The waitress won the radio debate. She selected WMV, which hosted the talk show On the Road with Rocky Burns. As they drove along, Rocky Burns' voice crackled to life on the radio. Since the Rocky Burns Horror Hour has long since ended, said Rocky, I'm here with a new update on our strange weather in place of the usual news. The realtor sighed. Oh, all we ever hear about is the weather. Put on some music, Alice. The waitress ignored the realtor. Rocky Burns continued. Extreme rain and lightning and huge hailstones continue to pelt the citizens of Dead Crow and Black Pine. Meanwhile, Crazy Joe continues to foretell the end of the world as a cat named Henry sets up for a mayoral debate with Black Pine's own Edwin A. Poe. Turn it up, the dog demanded. The waitress consented and then winced as a large hailstone bounced off the hood of her car. Rocky Burns was still speaking. We'll be covering the debate right here. And by we, I mean myself and my assistant, Jane Smith. Jane Smith piped up. I'm your colleague. Remember how we used to tell the news together? Oh, this is my segment, and you're the guest, Jane. Therefore, you're the assistant. I'm the guest. You just said I was the guest. Rocky shuffled his papers. Uh, we'll talk about it during the commercials. Jane huffed. This show doesn't have commercials. Exactly. Ooh! shouted the cowboy. This caused the detective to jump and hit his head on the ceiling of the waitress's minivan. Ow! As Rocky Burns babbled on about strange changes to the weather, the waitress's minivan grew ever closer to Black Pine. The detective was looking forward to a nice, weak cup of coffee from Black Pine's cafe. The cowboy cleared his throat. <coughs> I'm bored. Let's tell more of those stories. The waitress cleared her throat. Ahem! I already agreed to go last. Will you tell us a story, Wayne? It had better be non-fiction, the realtor said sharply. It will be, the cowboy replied. They all sat in silence while the cowboy collected his thoughts. Well, the cowboy said, my name is Wayne. I have a nice farm. I like to raise horses there. He paused and smiled. The detective wondered what could be worth smiling about to a man who had lost half a deck of playing cards and was sitting backwards in a car. The cowboy continued. 
I had a dog and a cat. The dog was named Box. The cat was named Henry. I thought I recognized you. The dog yipped. The dog seemed to want to run around in circles, but he couldn't because of his seatbelt. The realtor grunted. Mm, what an interesting tale. The cowboy grinned. Why, Miss Lady, I didn't know that you made puns. I don't, the realtor said. She turned away from him and opened her book again. The cowboy seemed disappointed, but brightened quickly. Who wants to go next? The goth girl shifted uncomfortably. Mr. Detective, why don't you go? No, thank you. The detective replied a little more forcefully than he had meant to. Alice? The goth girl tried. The waitress shook her head. I already said that I'm going last. The goth girl sighed. Ugh, I don't have a story just yet. Well then, I guess we'll just listen to the radio, the cowboy said. The detective looked out onto the road ahead. There were hailstones of all shapes and sizes littering the ground. The rain had slowed down to a dull drizzle, and the hail had gotten smaller. The detective assumed that this was a good sign. Perhaps Henry the Cat had gotten bored wreaking havoc on Black Pine and Dead Crow. The detective leaned forward and turned the radio volume up. Rocky Burns' assistant and guest, Jane Smith, was speaking. Henry the Cat has made the point that Mayor Poe has done very little to improve the road and is using the money to line his own pocket. The mayor replies that he is doing what is right for the town. The two contestants seem to have reached an impasse. What do you make of it, Rocky? The detective could hear Rocky shift in his chair. Well, Edwin Poe does make some good points. On the other hand, Henry the Cat is correct in saying that the roads haven't been fixed. Jane sighed. <sighs> yes, but what do you think? Well, I don't actually care about the roads because I'm loaded. I see. Rocky adjusted his microphone and said, This just in. Edwin Poe and Henry the Cat are done throwing insults at each other. In fact, they're now throwing various food items at one another. Step on it, the detective cried. We have to stop Henry. The waitress slammed her foot on the accelerator. They sped along at a pace that was most certainly illegal. Suddenly, there was a loud bang as though someone had shot off a firework. The minivan lurched dangerously and then butted back to its proper position. The realtor's book flew out of her hands and landed in the detective's lap. He shoved it off. Why have we stopped? The dog demanded. We must reach Black Pine before it's too late. The waitress let out a tiny moan. Uh, we have a flat tire. The detective slammed his fists on the dashboard. This couldn't be happening. He wanted to be in Black Pine, where there was warm coffee and a fresh newspaper and something interesting to do. 
He wanted to be in Black Pine, where there were some perfectly unpleasant people. I might have a jack in the trunk, the waitress offered. Well, go and find it, the realtor snapped. The goth girl turned to the dog, and they had an awkward thumb war. We should walk, the cowboy suggested. I don't want to walk, the realtor shouted. I want to be in Barrettsville. I should be there already. The detective cleared his throat. <clears throat> Calm down, everyone. There's no need to be at each other's throats for circumstances beyond our control. He was interrupted by the realtor. You! She pointed at the cowboy. Henry is your cat. I missed my flight because you own a cat. Stop shouting, the detective said more calmly than he felt. We can only have a successful road trip to Black Pine if we remain friends. I don't want to be your friend, the realtor whined. I didn't even want to talk to you people. And with that, the respected realtor, Artemis Lady, snatched her book from the detective and got out of the car. She slammed the door and marched off into the forest on either side of the road. The detective hopped out of the car as well. He was beginning to feel cramped. He watched as the realtor clicked away through the forest. Now, the detective, as you know, disliked realtors and stories in the third person. But he was compelled to follow her into the forest. Later, the detective chalked it up to being trapped in a diner with her for several hours and thinking that she might be able to help him buy a house someday. The realtor shoved branches out of her way as she walked. They snapped back and hit the detective in the face and the chest. A leaf became stuck up his nose. The realtor turned and looked back every so often, shouting, Stop following me, trench coat! Her efforts were unsuccessful. The detective continued to follow her. What if some more freak gusts of wind kicked up and she was severely injured? That didn't seem likely since Henry the cat was preoccupied, but it mattered very little. The detective pulled the leaf out of his nose and decided that he considered the realtor an odd sort of friend. She would have to do more than shout to get rid of the detective. He ambled after the realtor as she went deeper into the woods. The detective was beginning to worry that the other patrons of Dead Crow's Diner were going to forget that he existed. He would probably end up having to walk to Black Pine. And if that wasn't bad enough, the other patrons, whom he also considered odd sort of friends, would have left him behind. On top of that, if he walked, he would probably never get the coffee he so desired. We should head back! The detective yelled to the realtor, who was still walking away from him as fast as she could. You can go back if you want, but I'm going to Barrettsville, the realtor replied. The detective was disappointed. Don't you want to have some genuine black pine coffee? Don't you want to meet Rocky Burns and Edwin Poe? Don't you want to save the world from Henry's weather? The realtor stopped. She sighed and turned around to face the detective. <sighs> no. No, I don't. I don't care about coffee or the people from the radio. I care about being a respected realtor. You, you are a respected realtor, the detective pointed out. Besides, 
It doesn't hurt to have at least one adventure in your life. The realtor seemed to consider this. Mm, I'll go back if you tell me your nonfiction story. What? The detective did not want to tell his nonfiction story. The detective wanted to go to Black Pine and drink some good coffee and then go home. He had not planned to tell his story at all. The realtor looked at him expectantly. Then she sat on a large flat rock and scrutinized him. She was probably looking to see if he was going to tell his story or if he was just wasting her time. The detective sat down on the rock across from the realtor. He sighed. Give me some time to collect my thoughts. The realtor agreed. It's a podcast where we wear nose and glasses and it's made by Athena and her cat, the comedians. It's the Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast, Whoopi Chicken Podcast Show. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the end of Act Two Ooh. of the Rocky Burns Strange Weather Special. I wonder what's going to happen next. I don't know. I don't know, but you'll have to tune in next time for the last and final installment, the dramatic conclusion of the Rocky Burns Strange Weather Special, written by Athena, read by the author, and presented by Whoopi Chicken. Chicken Podcast Show.